0: Now, David Fiorazzo. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a pastor's perspective today. We'll be talking about Vax issues, the heartbreaking conditions, and United States migrant child camps down south and the Biden administration. Uh, Do they have any, any responsibility at all as far as what's going on at the southern border? Also, what's happening in our public schools, whether it's critical race theory or boys trying to compete with girls, you know what's happening. We're going to get a response from a pastor today who's plugged into not only the, the Bible, of course, but what's happening in our culture. And uh, let's just open right now and say, God, we need your perspective today. So, Father, please give us an eternal view of things that we might know how to respond to all that's happening, and also that we need to be um, loving our neighbors. Lord, show us how to do that, and but not, not tolerating evil. And not approving of evil, Lord, but speaking the truth in love, we ask that you guide us by your Holy Spirit, give us boldness, and Father, may your will be done. We want your will, not ours. We want you to take back your church here in America, Lord. We need to be awakened. Uh, We need to be revived. And I think there needs to be repentance, Father, but uh, I pray that you would just make that happen, work in people's hearts. And just for this hour today, we ask that people would be challenged and encouraged and drawn closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We are blessed today to have pastor, teacher, former law enforcement officer, and best-selling author, Pastor Carl Gallops back with us. Carl, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Well, man, thanks, David. Appreciate it. It's great to be with you. Well, you, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. It's always an honor to yeah, be with you.
0: Well, we had a recent email exchange um, a couple of weeks ago. I can't, I can't believe how busy you are. Uh, so I don't know how you do everything you do, whether that be your pastoring or, or your radio show or your writing books. Um, but just taking the time to be with us and getting your nice. perspective today. Thank you so much. Maybe you can write a book on the side about time management for Christians. But
1: uh, let's... if I can find the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to write a time I'm management sorry. book.
1: You, yeah, yeah, you set me up for that. <laughs> yes, I did. So, uh, yeah. That's the only yeah. softball I'll That's give you one. today. Um, yes. I wrote another book. It's called <laughs> How I Became So Humble. It was, it's 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 three volumes long. But uh, anyway, go <laughs> well, ahead. Hey, you, <laughs> I'm, you, I'm sorry.
0: Your recent book, though, I do want to point people to that. It's called The Summoning, preparing for the coming days of no- Noah. Many people think they're here, Carl. The days of Noah. But uh, that book, it's been doing really well. I see uh, over 200 um, five-star, four-star reviews on Amazon. So congrats on the success of your latest book. Thanks. Thanks. Um.
1: Yeah, and in this crazy world of difficulty getting paper and print printers and major printers having problems, uh, it's been a it's been a mixed bag of blessings oh because what author doesn't want to know or hear that their book is sold out everywhere, <laughs> uh, and it and it truly was and is and stays that way. A lot of that is because people are loving it. Like you said, there's hundreds of reviews already. It's only been out a few months mm-hmm. and growing, and so that's wonderful. The other part of the equation is that paper companies companies are having a hard problem keeping up with the demand and so there's delays in printing and we've got back orders from major ministries as well as our own publisher wow. who sells them they're on back order mm. and we've already sold a ton and and Amazon stays uh, you know out of out of um, stock so much because as soon as the books come in they've got to fulfill their back orders so it's crazy. I mean, yes, I'm honored, thank you Jesus, that it's so popular and that God is using it so much. But on the other hand,, uh, you know, the trucking industry, the paper, uh, the whole economy around the world, it's just really messed up uh, book writing and uh, and printing. I know
0: I've had some issues too, and uh, with with my new book, the whether that be from printers or Amazon or shipping, I I know you've written a, it's t- a ton of books, and I know ne- either neither one of us have been through this kind of season we're having. Carl, let me. I wasn't planning on asking you this, but it's a relevant yeah. question. How much of this has to do with COVID and the shutdowns, as far as what we're seeing and the and the problems and delays with with paper printers, publishing? Yeah, everything.
1: <laughs> huh? It has everything to do with COVID, and they'll tell you that. You know, it's because it's a trickle down, just like there's a trickle down effect in a good economy. When you start loosening tax regulations and start attracting businesses and et cetera, et cetera, there's a trickle down and everything Mm. booms like the pipeline. When Trump opened the pipeline, it wasn't just the pipeline workers that got jobs. Mm. It was all the gas stations that came up and the restaurants and the hotels and the service industry and the trucking industry. And and then the people that service the trucks, the mechanics and the gas stations and on and on and on. goes. The people that make tires for the trucks. I mean, when they open that pipeline, that trickle down. Well, when COVID shut down the economy, then then the trickle down has been like the the reverse trickle down has been monumental because because when it's not a matter of, you know, do we not have paper plants? Of course we do. But when you don't let people go to work, then it shuts down. Well, when these things shut down, then the trucking industry slows down. Well, when the trucking industry slows down, then, you know, everything starts to crash. And then when it tries to come back and prices are through the roof, I mean, lumber is three times what it was before COVID. Well, Mm -hmm. guess what paper is made out of? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would <laughs> you know so and and then if you do finally get it then it costs two to three times as much and who are you going to get to ship it hmm. a lot of truckers are not working a lot of them are getting stimulus checks some of them are just have quit the trucking industry wow. listen i i live in northwest florida very conservative area And florida our governor i mean it's like this is the real america in florida Yet, yet, you know, I tell people all the time: make America Florida again. Um, but, <laughs> That's good. But you know, but but even so, Florida is impacted by the rest of the mm. economy of the rest of the United States, and by the way, the rest of the world with whom we do trade with. So, so even Florida, there are help wanted signs everywhere everywhere. I live in northwest Florida, the most conservative part of this largely conservative state. And there are still tons of people sitting at home taking stimulus checks because it's easier and uh, uh, better for them just to let the government provide their living than go to work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's COVID. It's
0: COVID. It is. And it's sad. And along those lines, we were going to talk about some issues with the vaccination and Everything. Yeah. We're seeing so many stories from professional sports to, um you know, vaccine passports to college students or college universities requiring students to be vaccinated. I even saw one story breaking headline this morning that once one university, Carl, is not only re- requiring the vaccination, but once the students get vaccinated, this particular college is also requiring masks. Does any of this make sense? And what does the average Christian and person that enjoys religious freedom and looks at this and says, are we going, are we, are we insane? What's going on? What can you share about this?
1: Well, yes, yes. And yes to your answers. <laughs> I, I mean, t- I mean, truly it's, it's a mixed bag, but watch this. I've said this before. I believe I've said it on your show and, and people can check behind me We're you know, it's a radio show. We don't have time to just lay it all out. Like I'd like to, but the bottom line is this both, The vaccine, the COVID vaccine, and the requirement for the masses of our population to mask up or else, okay, strictly federally illegal to demand, if you don't have a vaccine, you can't come to school here. If you don't wear a mask, you can't do this, you can't do that. Why are they illegal? By federal law. Because they are both you. EUA procedures, EUA Emergency Use Authorization Act. Mm-hmm. Now, so I know some people are listening saying, well, masks aren't. Yes, they are. You can go on the FDA EUA site and I've got all the references and I've written them and I've posted them all over social media. People can do their own research and it lists the, the I, I forgot, the ubiquitous use of masks as an experimental procedure. See, we've never before in our history has the government issued a decree, uh, even, even in, the, in the Spanish flu outbreak. I mean, governors and different people were begging people to mask up or to stay home or churches to close. But all of that lasted a month or two and and, and th- that was all i mean the most any churches closed but it was voluntary there were no threats they didn't pa- put pastors in jail they didn't make people lose their jobs because they didn't wear a mask etc but this national um Outrage and this hysteria of demanding everybody go to their homes, everybody lock down, everybody wear masks, everybody consider these m- vaccines when they come out, wink, wink, consider, or else you might not right. be able to work, hmm. or else you might not be able to go to school, or else, else, else. EUA, the law, the federal law, which was passed in the early 2000s, by the way, says that if we have a national emergency, and we've got to come up with procedures and drugs and vaccines quickly, um, then they are deemed to be experimental. And if they are not FDA approved, which sometimes can take years, then, then you cannot force the population to take experimental drugs, experimental vaccines, or use experimental uh, uh, um, procedures with penalties attached. The, the, the federal law says that. And and the ubiquitous use of masks, the mandatory use of masks, that is listed as an EUA, an Experimental Use Authorization Act. Hmm. Um, the the vaccine is EUA. All of these vaccine companies have been have been exempt. From legal liability, hmm. why? Because yeah. they're not FDA approved. Why? Because it was deemed an emergency to get these things together quickly. And so, what did they do? They resorted to never before used technology. Listen, I tweeted out this morning, and it's already going crazy. Listen to this tweet: It says, "Give it about five years, <laughs> and I have, and I have in parentheses probably way less than that, and we will all." finally see the truth about the new vaccine. And then in parentheses, I have, it's never before used on humans. It is experimental. It is a brand new technology. It's not FDA approved. Companies cannot be sued. And the inventors of it, the chief medical officer of Moderna on a TED Talk video on YouTube said, with this procedure, mRNA, we are literally changing, quote, literally changing the code of life, end quote. And so I said, so we will see in five years or less, we will see whether or not, I mean, bro, this is a recipe for disaster in so many ways. And there already, there's already fallout now. I right. mean, especially from the 30 year olds and younger that are taking it and C- CDCs have emergency meetings on this.
0: Yes. Uh, Carl, we've never lived during times like we're seeing where people just don't seem to reason or research or use common sense or are open to anything but these politically correct talking points i'm i'm just astounded now i understand what by some elderly people or maybe people with compromised yes. immune systems might want to take that risk and get vaccinated part of yes. it is because of the propaganda that's put out by the media and the left saying this is what you do this is going to be helpful all these healthcare systems in america my goodness. It's like, this is like the treatment that's going to, it's like the fountain of youth or something, but it's not like you said, it is experimental. Some call it gene therapy, not a technically a
1: vaccination in the traditional definition of the word. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and you just keep going, please. But let me just agree with you. The (laughs) chief medical officer of Moderna on that Ted Talks video, he said, we prefer not to call it a vaccine. We call it information therapy mm. because he says we're changing the information in your in your genome makeup in other words this vaccine biologically by the MRNA biological process, sends messages to your cells, and your cells are made up of DNA. It's sending messages to the makeup of your body where it's information therapy. And we're telling your body to do something different with itself, hopefully, they're thinking, to to attack this COVID virus. But, you know, what could go wrong with this? I mean, you know, it's only been used on lab rats, but now there are billions of lab rats called Mm. humans all over the earth. That's why I said, give it five years and we'll find out. And I pray I'm wrong, guys. Mm. Every vaccine has its fallouts, every drug, every procedure. Listen, you can go to the dentist today to get your wisdom teeth pulled and you have to sign a form saying this could kill you. I, I mean, I know people who have died from having their wisdom teeth extracted. Okay. Everything has a risk. Everything. Yes. So I'm not one of these anti vaxxers that say that all vaccines are evil. All vaccines, since they can kill some people, um, we should stay away from. Well, in in that case, uh, quit driving your automobile. Uh, You know, 50,000 people a year in the United States die in automobile accidents. I, I guess that could kill people, right? So, you're right it's this should be a matter of it's an experimental drug you're offering it to the public from big companies that and and if you want to take it take it if you're 80 years old with five underlying conditions and you're saying you know what i'm just going to go ahead and take the risk otherwise i'm probably going to get this thing and it's probably going to kill me then let them do it uh i guess one of the things those that terrifies me is that that they're all have been relieved from from legal responsibility.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. But see,
1: but see, so if a university, think of this scenario. I'm telling you guys, this is down the road. Mark my words. I'm not claiming to be a prophet. This is just common sense. Here's what's going to happen. See, this is why the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, said, listen, we're not having any vaccine passports here, and we're doing away with mask mandates here. Now, if people want to take the vax, they want to uh, mask up, we'll provide the mask and the vaccines for them. But we're not going to mandate that the general population do this. Now, how can a governor of a state get away with that if federal law says you can mandate? Well, federal law doesn't say that, and Mm. Governor DeSantis knows it. In fact, federal law says the opposite that you cannot mandate people to do these things. That's why Governor DeSantis could come out, stick his Mm -hmm. chest out and say, we're not doing it in Florida because he knew that the federal government had no recourse, legal recourse against him. And if they tried to make the case, DeSantis, who's also an attorney, could burn them down in front of the whole nation by just referring to their own EUA laws. So here's what's going to happen. You've got universities all over the nation saying, you can't come to school here. You unless you take the vaccine. There are even a couple of universities that are on record saying the students have to take the vaccine, but the professors don't. Well, what's up with that? Uh, You know, the students are the least likely to get it and or die from it and or to spread it. It's the professors that would be the most likely, that age group. So it's, it's backwards. Well, here's the thing. I predict that after all of this settles, if it ever settles, I mean, we may be real close to the return of the Lord, guys. I don't <laughs> know. It may just get worse and worse and crazier and crazier before it gets better with the return of the Lord. And I'm not a date setter, but if if life it can, goes on relatively normal sometime in the future, here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a huge legal fallout. Yeah. Because what if hmm. I want my son to go to Harvard? And I'm just saying Harvard. I don't know if Harvard's got this draconian law. I bet they do. But if and, and so my son wants to be a doctor or a lawyer, I spend all his money, I send him to Harvard, but he has to take this experimental drug that the federal government says you cannot make people do this. But you're providing, you're saying, well, if you don't, then you can't come to school here. And they say, well, see, it was their choice. Well, not really. That's coercion. That's blackmail. But so they take it and they die. Mm. So I can't sue the drug company. Because they're exempt. Why? Because it's experimental. Therefore, and the law provides for EUA drugs or vaccines that they can be exempted. And Donald Trump did this, if you guys will remember. and, And I think Donald Trump's heart was right in this. But he was panicking as everybody else was. See, they knew. This had to do with Chinese biological warfare, Mm -hmm. and now all of that information is coming out, and people are saying that, oh, my gosh, there's like a 98% chance. That's exactly (laughs) what it was, Uh, even though we were called conspiracy theorists theorists for even thinking about it a year and a half ago. Say This social correctness is killing us, but when Donald Trump said, You know, people were panicking. Vaccine, vaccine. We got to have some drugs. We got to have medicine. And he said, don't panic. Don't panic. I'm already got it in the works. We're going to bypass the FDA approval. We're going to get these things out. We'll have them out in months and we'll be able to distribute. And people were saying, how can this be? How can because he was using the EUA act. The liberals knew it, but they wouldn't say it. Because that's what they were hoping they could do. They wanted Hillary Clinton in office, but now Trump was in office. They wanted to be the heroes of the world. Trump was using the law that they passed back in the early 2000s. And so he bypassed everything. The problem is that same law. See, these drug companies are saying, we're not going to produce something experimental just to be sued out of business if something goes terribly wrong with it. But he pulled the trigger of the law that says if you're going to ask drug companies to rush through a drug or a procedure or a vaccine, you can also make them uh, exempt from legal liability wow. and and exempt from having to have FDA approval. And that's what they did. What a
0: mess. And it's very concerning that this is where we are today. When we come back with Pastor Carl Gallups, we just might talk about Dr. Fauci and his role in this, also the heartbreaking conditions in US migrant child camps at the southern border, and what the Democrats were trying to do ramming through HR1, what happened and what now on Stand Up for the Truth. Your monthly financial support of standupforthetruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up for the Truth with David Fiorazzo. Our guest, Pastor Carl Gallops, he enjoys living in Florida with a great governor. I admit I'm a little jealous, but I'm trying to repent of that because um, coveting is a sin. Um, so, Pastor Carl, we were let's wrap up this conversation before we get to these other major issues that we need to talk about. There's so much, and I wish we had three hours with you. But let's Thank talk you. about Dr. Fauci and what is his role in this. I heard that he has stock in a, in a vaccine uh, company and that he has been under oath, Testifying before Congress, Rand Paul and others have been grilling him or have grilled him. And you're li- listening to his answers and you go, he's a great wordsmith, but he gets away with lying. And if that was a, an average everyday American citizen, they would be arrested and probably put in prison. Tell us what, what you can share that can help us make sense of this, what we're seeing with Fauci. And it, it, he's I know he's a globalist, but he seems to be protected. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, because he's a globalist, he is protected. Because he's a socialist and he's a part of the cool kid at the cool kid table, uh, he gets protected. Listen, it's against the law, federal law, to lie or to mislead or to show contempt for Congress. Yes. Uh, there are people who, over the decades past, have gone to prison with lengthy sentences in federal prisons for getting up and walking out of a, a congressional hearing that they had been subpoenaed to come to. They were charged with contempt of Congress. They went to prison for five or six years. I mean who wants five or six years out of their life? I'd have just sat there and testified. I mean you know, but I mean it's against the law, but these guys get away. Look what Hillary Clinton did. I go back to 2016 and the destruction of federal evidence in mm. an investigation of her emails and the possibility of of um, of distributing top secret information to our own enemies. I mean, this is possibly treasonous. She got away with it. It's just like Comey. And now of course we know, you know, that he was part of the deep state as well. But when he came forward and told America, yeah, we're, you know, we're not going to do anything to her because she didn't mean to, she didn't know what she was doing. And then he looked right in the camera and said, but now please hear me. If, if you do this, There are serious penalties. He literally said, because she's a Democrat and one of us, wink, wink, she gets away with it. This is the world we're living in. This is the world the globalists are trying to shape brother they're trying to take us into communism socialism marxism fascism whatever ism you want to call it back to the feudal system where the lords live in the big mansions and the rest of us work the the the, the fields and provide the food and the clothing and the and the wealth for the lords mm-hmm. while they go in into their meetings and their social clubs that's the world they're trying to recreate mm-hmm. And so Fauci is a part of that. He's at the cool kids' table. And now, with this huge email dump that happened several weeks ago, that just basically. It goes through his email, showing you how deeply he's connected to the the vaccine companies, to uh, Wuhan lab, to understanding that uh, this thing was more than likely biologically created on purpose, maybe even released on purpose with a timing to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yet here we are, just a few weeks away from that big dump, and how many people are still talking about it? What has happened to Fauci? Because of this otherwise damning evidence, nothing, exactly. nothing, nobody's talking about it. There there's, listen, I've got a good friend. You and I were talking off, off, off uh, air just a moment ago, but his name is Chad Olson and he is an Emmy award winning journalist. Uh, he is a longtime uh, syndicated host. He was a mainstream media anchor man on several um, affiliate uh, uh, stations for Big News. I forgot if it's NBC, ABC, whoever. He did that for years. He had a syndicated radio program that was in over three hundred stations. He's. Uh, crazy conservative, uh, was homeschooled all of his life. Brilliant. His vocabulary is just astounding to me. I feel like a second grader when I'm in his presence, but he's humble. He's great. He's a tremendous communicator. I have him on my show a lot. And in 2020, January, 2020, he wrote a piece that was immediately canceled by Twitter and YouTube and, and Facebook and all the social media. And I, I'm going to give you a synopsis of that piece. He lived in China. He went to school there. He knows people in China, bigwigs in China. And, and his family's got some connection to bigwigs and the government here as well as China. So he was able to get this student exchange program going. And so he 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 knows what he's talking about. He wrote a piece in January 2020 when all of the COVID thing was just coming up. He says, folks, and I'm just paraphrasing, but this is what he said. This is not what you think it is. This is biological warfare, (laughs) Wuhan laboratory, is a military installation. There are people in the United States, and he named names in that article, who are connected to it. They're invested in it. A lot of this uh, manipulation of COVID has begun in the United States laboratories. A lot of it has been farmed out to the Wuhan laboratory. We are in conjunction with them, connection with them. Uh, And some of these scientists and the technology is being shipped over there. It's going over there. Um, he said government officials, Fauci is involved in it, on and on and on. January 2020, he was shut down. He was called a liar and a conspiracy theorist. And yep. now we know that everything he wrote was either 100% true or very close to it. He was dead over the target, which is why they shut him down. Wow. That, that is pure Nazism, communism, fascism—you know, America. This is why we have the First Amendment to keep that from happening. But he was over the target and had the credentials to speak to America, to get Congress, et cetera, to say, "Listen, I know what I'm talking about. It. Please check me out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Then you can excoriate me." They didn't even check it out, brother. They didn't even check it out. They just left him hanging to dry. And please, I don't want your audience to forget this. It's going to be hard to find this on Google. I used DuckDuckGo the other day and found it all. But I kept telling my radio audience, I remember in August of 2019, when China was threatening Donald Trump, saying, we have something coming to you around Christmas. Then in December of 2019, North Korea says, we're getting ready to send you a Christmas present. And America's not going to like it. And then the left, who hated Donald Trump, who was in office then, started attacking him in the media. What have you done to China? What have you done to North Korea? What are they talking about? Are they talking about launching missiles? Are they talking about war? And Trump's response, and I think it was, I think he was correct. I, I mean, I think he was honest. He said, um, "He said I don't really know what they're talking about. He says, we're destroying their economies get this, guys, we're destroying their economies because of who they are and what they're doing and all this nuclear testing and China stealing stuff from us, and I have tightened down on them, so I guess they think they're going to do something economically to us, but they don't have the power to do that. I mean, he was kind of arrogant about it. So I don't know. That's what it is. He said, I'm not paying any attention to it. Now, remember, 2019, they're saying, by Christmas or January of 2020, we're going to deliver something to you. What happened in January 2020? Wow. Trump's going crazy about COVID and what to do and EUA procedures to get a vaccine because he's already smelling the rat. He's Mm. calling it what? The Wuhan virus, the China virus, the left do what? All this is nothing. It's no more than just a flu. You're an idiot. If you want to go on a cruise, go on a cruise. Come to Chinatown. Everything's fine. You're a (laughs) racist. You're a xenophobe. Trump's saying we need to shut down the airports. This is coming our way. We need to keep Chinese people out of here till we get a grip on this. Oh, you're a xenophobe. You're a racist. Guess now who was right and who was wrong. This is what Shad Olson wrote in January 2020. And you know what? Another term that Shad Olson used in his report? Gain of function. Uh-huh. I didn't even, I'd never heard that before. And he's in his article, I read it. I had him on my show in January 2020 because he couldn't get news coverage anywhere else. I had him on my show and we put it out there. People went crazy over it because he said, This is gain of function research, Carl. They're taking a virus, coronavirus. It's the most, it's the most, um, uh, oh, what do you call it when you can catch something very quickly? I've, I've lost Contagious. my big words. Contagious, yes, thank you. Yeah, yes. yeah, contagious. You know, that's a word I've never known before. <laughs> uh, the, it's the most contagious virus on the planet. It's the common cold. So, what they did, they took the most contagious virus to human beings on the planet and souped it up and mm-hmm. gave it a gain in its function. Wow, And this is the research. It's it's MRNA research. It's RNA DNA research. It's messing with the genome, the function of the virus. And they 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 ramped it up. They put it on steroids, seeing if they could create a biological weapon out of the most contagious virus on the planet. Hmm. Uh, He wrote about that. Twenty twenty. And said that falsy was involved, and that government officials were involved, and that Chinese and American officials and scientists were involved together, and that they would do it in a laboratory in China, because they could get away with it over there. Too many people were finding out about it in the U.S. He was shut down. He was excoriated. He actually feared for his life for a while. When they when they responded like that, he knew he was over the target, and he was uh, he was pretty freaked out. And um, now we find out he was right all along. That's what's going on, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, we're learning a lot, but still what what amazes me Carl is the people that don't want to admit that they were wrong. They don't, don't they don't want to admit that they didn't look at all the facts and they weren't even open all primarily because of what Trump once said. You know, was something he said or something he stood for, hydroxychloroquine, you know, chloroquine, whatever he said, they went the opposite way. That meaning the, the Democrat media, liberals, the left, and anyone who was believing the orange man bad lies. But we've, we have to move on. Before we get into the next topic, though, uh, you've got an event coming up that you're going to be speaking at in Ohio called the Go Therefore Conference. Um, are you speaking at any others before that? And could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, thank you. That particular event um, is that you're right is called the Go Therefore Conference. It's July 23rd through the 25th. It is in Ohio. It's in uh, Brookville, Ohio, and um, yeah, I, I I've been very blessed for many years to to be a conference speaker at Bible conferences, prophecy conferences, etc. Um, and and this one is a. a a good size one. Uh, Dr. Michael Lake will be there uh, myself. My son, who is an expert in uh, in uh, um, addiction rehab and runs a big addiction rehab clinic and he's an associate pastor of a church, not a clinic but a but a but a program. It's okay. a year long program. Oh and 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 many others that are that are on the list at, uh, of speakers and preachers and teachers, Dr. Mike Spaulding, who's one of the co- the biggest coordinator of this whole thing, he'll be speaking, et cetera. So that's coming up. Um, and, and then, listen, brother, I, I, I've i got three women that handle all my speaking engagements. <laughs> yes, I've got other conferences, but I can't remember. Oh, yes, I'm also on the uh, uh, the uh, the conference by uh, Defender Publishing. In fact, that's oh, cool. online now. Yeah, that's online now. It's by Skywatch Television, Defender Publishing. Great. It's huge. Last year, they had people all over the world, tens of thousands that – that went into that video conference and and uh, purchased a little Minimal thing to get the streaming and listen to all these great speakers, and I'm on that, and that's going right now. So, yeah, thanks for asking. You're and plus, welcome. I do a lot of TV and radio. And, and in fact, Sunday evening, I'm leaving the pulpit, getting on an airplane, and flying out for three days to do television. There
0: yeah. are suspicions, Carl. There's been talk that you've been cloning yourself and you've uh, gotten away with it. Yes. But any, anyway, um, no. Gain um, of function, yeah. <laughs> brother. Gain of function. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the other topic, one of the other topics we wanted to get to today. <laughs> Um, We're going to get to H.R. 1, hopefully, also what's going on at the southern border. And Trump was planning a trip there. He is going there. And now they're forcing Kamala's hand to go down and visit. Before we get to that, though, what's really disturbing is what the average American citizen and Christian parent who has children in public school are going through. Because just recently, and this is one of the worst school districts in the country, Loudoun County, in Virginia, where they're ramming through transgender ideology. Critical race theory is the big one recently. And parents, for at least a year or more, have been responding to this, trying to talk back. Well, there's a school board meeting just that just took place, and I'm just going to quote a school board member. Actually, this parent was arrested, arrested during a school board meeting. Tucker Carlson had him on last night, and he said, if you want to redress your grievances about a school board, there's no other place you can do it than in a school board meeting. And in this case, we went we went on to public land, to a public auditorium. We went there for a public forum we were invited to, and I was signed up to give public comment. And that at the end of that, every single person there, 500 parents had their First Amendment rights trampled on by the Loudoun County School Board and its superintendent. I guess it got out of hand they didn't want to hear all the feedback from parents but this was the venue that parents are given to give any pushback or feedback now Tucker Carlson responded by saying if the left keeps on acting like this they're going to get a revolution so Carl I know this is not a unique case in the country just in that county in Virginia your thoughts on parents feeling helpless whether it's a public school board meeting or the radical sexualized you know it's curriculum in public schools but critical race theory is one of the other things that's being rammed through and parents feel like they don't have a voice share your thoughts on this it's a big concern
1: thank you yeah you you raised two or three issues and that one ball yes and, and we're going to have to all, pick that, it up after the break but just yeah. get us okay. started okay yeah i agree with tucker carlson let's go to break <laughs> they were going to get a revolution <laughs> yeah, i'm kidding well listen and 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 when we come back from break and i don't know how long i have here how long do i have two minutes break? two minutes all right well two minutes bottom line in two <laughs> minutes and we can come back and fill in the guts. how do you like how i just took your radio show over um yeah yeah let's go to break crash uh <laughs> put put in that clip i've got for today crash it's number 232 um, well, you host yeah, a radio show.
0: You know how this goes. Yes,
1: yes, I know how it goes. I also know how it is when you get a guest on there that won't shut up and the, <laughs> and the, break, and the break's getting ready to go, you know. And, yeah, so just break in and holler at me if I overspeak. But the bottom line is, no, Tucker's right. Yeah. We the people yes. in order to form a more perfect union. Because the way the left is acting right now is exactly how King George and his cronies were acting. And and we're responding the very same way, and I think it's fairly gracious that is the early... Uh, colonists. You know, and what we now call our founding fathers, they petitioned King George and Parliament many times. and said, look, we don't want to cause trouble. We don't want to break from the union. We're not trying to go against the government. We're not trying to dethrone the king. We just we're getting our rights trampled on. We are citizens of Great Britain. Yeah. We're over here in the colonies trying to provide raw materials and goods to you that you've never seen or had before. And you're treating us like pure slaves. Mm. And they said we cannot tolerate this give us some relief and they spit in their face and the and and that's when the founding fathers you read the declaration of independence folks it they say in there with much more fancy language than i'm using they say that look when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one yes. people to break from another yep. i mean they're saying this is our last resort and the next thing you know we had the american revolution and, uh, you know, we had two of them, by the way, not only 1776, but the War of 1812. They yeah. came back, yes. burnt the Capitol down, ran our president into the swamps, burnt the Capitol building in yeah. the White House to the ground. Mm. And we almost lost that if it wasn't for the Gulf Coast states and the the, the Battle of New Orleans, et cetera, et cetera. Well, <clears throat> we might have to defeat this thing again. I mean, I pray not. Good gosh, yeah. I don't want to see people shooting at each other in our front yards and in our cornfields. Yeah. Yeah. But Tucker Carlson's right.
0: Yep, this could. I mean, we could have a bloodless civil war, but it also could get very ugly. Speaking of Great Britain, we'll continue this on the other side of the break. The BBC was the outlet that has reported on the heartbreaking conditions on the southern border, not CNN, ABC, NBC. And we'll uh, pick it up with Pastor Carl Gallops when we come back on Stand Up For The Truth. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. Our guest, Pastor Carl Gallops, we're going to continue to try to wrap up this conversation on what's happening in the public schools. And, you know, we mentioned the radical, hypersexualized. uh curriculum is they're trying to reach the youngest children possible. We know that's happening. I don't think there's any parent in America that would deny that. Now, liberals and leftists might say, well, no, no problem. We don't have a problem with that, but they wouldn't deny that it's happening. Also, the, the transgender issue with uh, restrooms and bathrooms and locker rooms being compromised now with boys able to go in. But we're talking about critical race theory, which is what has been uh, parents have been bringing this issue up at school board meetings. Uh, Carl, uh, sh- share your heart on this and why it's wrong from a pastor's perspective to Christian parents who are listening, that they're throwing their hands up not knowing how to respond to Thanks. this.
1: Thanks. All right. You raised two issues, and I want to hit them both, but I want to major on critical race theory because that's what you, you really want me to major on, I think. Yeah. Uh, but, but the two issues, one of them is total science denial. The other one is total history denial, oh, denial good. and or history twisting, mm. uh, you know, the transgender issue, which is just heartrending to me, it is absolute science denial. And I've, I've gone, I've got 12 social media platforms and only wound up, I'm not a social media bug, but when Facebook and YouTube and Twitter started canceling everybody, I went out and got a whole bunch yep. more. And now I've got 12, including those three that still have me. They're always throttling me though, and threatening me. But anyway, mm-hmm. On these 12 issues, I have, on these 12 platforms, I have issued this challenge for months over and over and over. I know my regular subscribers are getting mad, but, you know, all of them are public. They're like Twitter. It's seen by the world. And I cannot get an answer. And I've said, listen, Hmm. for those of you that are pro-transgender, just do this for me. If you can't do it, you are a science denier. I said, show me one example of a DNA man who, quote, became, end quote, a DNA woman, complete with a womb, a uterus, a birth canal, ovaries, eggs, uh, the ability to give birth, and her DNA changed. Show me that, and I'll talk to you. Otherwise, you are a science denier. I can't get anyone to give, because there is no example. It is the science. Truth is being thrown to the ground. There's a biblical uh, uh, description. In the last days, great deceptions, truth being thrown to the ground, lawlessness will prevail. Guys, we're seeing it. We're watching it. It's global. It's not just in the United States now. This stuff is going on globally. Critical race theory is in the same way uh, a, a denial of history. I like the way our governor in Florida said it. We are outlawing critical race theory. At the same time, we are demanding A full and correct accounting of history so that we don't repeat its evils. The history of slavery, we will take. Do you know who the first slave owner was? A man by the name of Anthony Johnson. You know what race he was? Black. Look it up. (laughs) Um, He came over as an indentured servant, which is not slavery, but it's near about it. But that was a big thing in the British Empire. He He got free. Right about the same time that some of our uh, sea captains were discovering the slave trade. By the way, slavery got started in Africa because black tribes were conquering other black tribes, taking them into uh, custody and then selling them as slaves to the European markets all over the Mediterranean. Uh, uh, American sea captains found out about it, or they weren't American then, they're colonialists. Uh, They started bringing them to the United States and Anthony Johnson had been released and had been given property and had to run what we would call a plantation. And he got into the slave trade business. He bought the first slaves. They came through Massachusetts, through the harbors of Boston, the north, not the south. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. It, it, people just don't know. the first Exactly. The the people that perpetuated slavery in the United States, basically the Democrat Party. The people that were the perpetuators of the KKK, basically the Democrat Party. The people that perpetuated Jim Crow laws, basically the Democrat Party. Margaret Sanger, a eugenicist. She started Planned Parenthood, a Democrat, a liberal for the purpose of destroying black children. She wrote about it. They get the, the left sit around and give each other the Margaret Sanger Award every year. And people just. Don't know it. And so our Florida governor said, no, no, no. Critical race theory is racism. It points to a race. In this case, it's the white race and says they are evil. They are responsible for all the ill in the world. Can you imagine if I taught from my pulpit, uh, the black race or the Asian race or the Hispanic race, pick a race, uh, let's use the black race. If I stood in the pulpit continually and said, this is an evil race, they are responsible for all the evil in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, you're a racist. Lock him up. Well, critical race theory does just the opposite, aimed at the white race, and it's almost like a payback kind of, oh, see, now see how you like it. Well, that's not the point. Racism. Is sin. It is evil. The word of God does not support or promote racism. It does not. Some people say, well, it promotes slavery. Actually, the book of Titus, Paul's talking to Titus, and he says, the people who do evil, people who will not inherit the kingdom of God, and these people that won't repent. And he makes a list of certain, you know, murderers, etc., and he says, comma, slave traders, comma. And you know yes the Bible does speak against racism and slave trading and slavery and the evil it's a part of the fallen human condition this stuff comes from satan's heart not god's heart mm-hmm. and Christians need to stand up to all kinds of racism but white Christians cannot stand against critical race theory while at the same time being bigoted towards people of other races because of the color of their skin we got to get our hearts right yes
0: too. yes we do is it is it fair to say that it because of um, America and and an, a misunderstanding of history in America and it not being taught any longer or it's been re-edited edited and changed is that one of the main reasons in other words ignorance as far as the acceptance yes. of critical race theory?
1: Yes, yes, our school system was taken over by the leftists decades ago, federalized. It used to be totally local and and that started the downfall. Listen, this whole agenda of 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 transsexualism and sexual perversion and re-educating children and using movies and and television to brainwash and and revising history, these are all written down Mm. in the communist manifestos and books and the Nazi plans. I mean, I know people say, oh, don't use those words. Well, see, even that We've been conditioned to say, "Oh, you can't say Nazi. That's a that's not politically correct." Well, of course, the Nazis don't want you talking about their plans. Mm-hmm. Of course, they want to be able to say, "Um, you 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 can't you can't use that. That's politically incorrect." No, the history tells us this is exactly how Adolf Hitler and his cronies uh, captured Germany. They they actually changed the flag of Germany. What's in the headlines now? They're wanting to change the American flag. They actually pulled down the statues of the histories of, Ger- of the history of Germany. Uh, what's the leftist doing now? They actually went through cities and towns burning and pillaging and rioting and killing cops. Uh, have we been through anything like that? They actually used movies and media to brainwash. They actually used, re-education camps for children in schools and civic organizations to brainwash the children. Gee, have we seen anything like that? Yeah. This is what I'm saying, guys. It's dangerous. It's dangerous, and it's happening right before us. And this is what Tucker Carlson was saying, saying if this flood doesn't stop soon, there's either going to be a revolution, and I hope it's political, but it might be a physical, logistical one, or we're going to lie down and take it and become a socialist Venezuela.
0: Wow, uh, we've only got uh, five minutes left, and so I've I've got two stories that that I wanted to get to. We'll have to talk about the Democrats' version of HR mm-hmm. one uh, another time.
1: I just got chastised on the radio. You did no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know, we've um, only got five minutes left. And yeah, I had two more stories. Well, but. just the fact that <laughs> what they
0: were trying to ram through was dangerous. It would have federalized elections. The Democrats would have taken oh, over yeah. the, the right, yeah. Republicans, independents, conservatives would have had no, very little power in elections anymore. I think most people understand that story. But here's an interesting one I found. Uh, the BBC reported on the story at the southern border, talking about conditions in U.S. migrant child camps, saying that migrant children have been living in alarming conditions, diseases rampant, food can be dangerous. And there are reports of sexual abuse. There's an investigation by the BBC. And they have found this to be true through interviews with staff and children of at the true. southern border. Here's the thing. Who reported on this? The BBC, BBC. not CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, etc. So in other words, the Democrat media in America punted on this story. If they do mention it, they don't get into detail because it would reflect negatively on the Biden administration. Pastor Carl, share your thoughts on what's going on. And and, and this is just ridiculous to me.
1: It's a disinformation campaign, another Nazi communist tactic, and they don't want to share it here. They don't want to tell it here because not only does it reflect negatively on Biden, but it reflects negatively on all of them Mm -hmm. because they have been the mouthpiece for the Nazi communist, socialist, uh, fascist, Marxist regimes uh, and the shift in America for decades. They've been the mouthpieces and they're, they're drunk on the power of manipulating the minds of entire populations of a nation, they're drunk on it, mm. and they foresee a new world order. They foresee a great reset, and truth does not fit in any of this. That's right. So the bottom line: everybody knows these things. I think your audience is, you know, most of them are believers. Most of them are, are very yes. smart people, I'm sure. So the bottom line is: what common sense, godly believer, American patriot? Does not believe in legal immigration. Of course, we do. And which of us does not believe in taking care of the ones that can't take care of themselves? Little children, uh, women, elderly people that either get, you know, coyoted across the border or hoodwinked into coming across the border, you know, people getting raped and molested on the way over. I mean, those people need to be taken care of. But There's got to be a humane way to do that and yet preserve the dignity and laws and the integrity and the sanctity of our own nation and its borders. Trump was desperately trying to do that. He was making huge headway. I'm not saying he's an angel from heaven and the savior of America, but of all the presidents in my lifetime, he was the only one to really, really give it what we would call the old college try. roll his sleeves up, get in there, build the walls, change the laws, enforce the laws, yet. yet be be dignified with people especially the helpless but we've got to just face the reality these open borders like a sieve the bible says over and over god created nations he created the idea of borders and he told israel and i've got this documented in several books several places in the old testament he says but when you turn against me and you sacrifice your children to Molech, and you bow down to other gods I will cause your borders to be weak. I will bring in enemies among you, and they will overtake you from within. This is my judgment against you. And he said that to Israel, his chosen people. Yes. So he uses borders to protect us, but he also uses borders as his judgment. Look, mm-hmm. how could he not? We violated the border of the womb. We have violated the border of marriage. We violated the border of manhood, womanhood.